Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good evening and welcome and welcome back to this, the fourth series of After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Clamaris Community Radio. I'm John Nolan and I'm joined this week by four experienced players of the game. They've all been here. <laughs> but why are you laughing at that, Marcella? Me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's go around the room and introduce uh, ourselves, starting with the blue team. Marcella Connolly. And Hi, John. Tell us what you do, Marcella. <laughs> You're a journalist, aren't you? Yes, I'm a journalist. I'm just reminding you of your profession. Journalist. Journalist. This bodes so well for tonight's show. Go. A very good one. Your teammate is. Hi, uh, Ger Slattery. Ger Slattery, and you are a. I'm a footballer. <laughs> I know. You wish. <laughs> I wish. I'm a teacher up in uh, Mount Saint Michael Secondary School in Clamoris. He's a teacher, and of course, both very, very dedicated players of the game on here before. Welcome back, guys. Across we go to the red team. Hello, I'm Linda Conway, and I work with uh, people from work living with disabilities, intellectual and physical. Fair play to you, Linda. And you are joined by... Uh, Brendan Cox. I'm uh, working in IT sales, and uh, I'm from Galway. He works in IT sales. It's I sell computers. You're, Come you're, from Galway you're really tonight. selling the, the working in the IT sales. Oh, yeah, definitely do, yeah. Anyway, I see by your monitors you need some computers here too. John. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, guys. You're all excited. Okay. Yeah. Great yeah. to come it's in. The first to be back, John. You're the first uh, first teams here on our new series of After the Fact, which this year the theme is the series theme is going to be all years, and tonight's year is 1984. And we'll proceed with the quiz presently, but we've got to meet one last member of the team. It is, of course, our resident robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Welcome back, Clancy. Hello everyone. It's great to be allowed out of the storage closet and back into the studio. Yeah, Clancy's got issues with the way he was Hi, just Clancy. shut down and left for several years. Look well, Clancy. Hey. <laughs> he's back, he's back. Okay, let's move on to round one. Round one is, of course, our multiple choice round. In this round, everyone gets a question on their own. If they can give me the right answer on without any assistance from their teammate, they are going to get two points. If they need to confer with their teammates and get it right they get one point and if they get it wrong it goes across for a potential one point bonus our multiple choice questions tonight uh, I've, I've been a bit tricksy I've been a bit tricksy with this first round I'm going to admit it's all to do with uh, the famous novel 1984 by George Orwell so we're going to start with Marcella question one for you 1984 has had a huge impact on culture with terms from the book appearing in many different media which of the following TV programmes does not get its name from 1984? Your options are A, Big Brother, B, Room 101, or C, The Weakest Link? Hmm. I'm thinking The Weakest Link. I know Big Brother is certain, but... That is correct. In fact, it's two points. Well done, Marcella. Well done, Marcella. Okay. Good start, Cross we go. Who wants to be first on this side? Uh, go. Linda. I get over with. 
A homage to 1984, this famous advertisement shared its name. It was directed by Ridley Scott and it featured a female runner hurling a large hammer that she had been carrying into and destroying a giant screen showing an image of Big Brother. Which world-famous company created this ad, which was aired just once during the Super Bowl of 1984? Your options are A. Apple Computers B. Budweiser or C. Coca-Cola I think I'm going to go with Apple Computers She went for it and she got it right Two points, that's correct They were launching a certain computer line that nobody's ever heard of called the Macintosh Okay, number three Jar, your question Okay which actor, who passed away in 2017, portrayed Winston Smith, the lead character, in 1984 in the 1984 feature film of the story? It was released, obviously, for the year in question. So who played the lead character? Was it A, Jonathan Price, B, John Hurt, or C, Paul Schofield? Which of those three men portrayed Winston Smith in the 1984 version of 1984? No clue. I'm going to have to... You're going to confer, confer with Marcella. Okay, so as a team, for one point, was it Jonathan Price, John Hurt, or Paul Schofield? You might have to guess that one. Be as good as mine. Hurt, Schofield, or Price, is it? Jonathan Price, John Hurt, or Paul Schofield. And they died last year, I believe, he said. And yes, that was in the question. Died in 2017. John Hurt died in the last... Did he? He did, yeah. You might chance that then. Oh, go for John Hurt. Correct. Right. It was indeed John Hurt. And finally, Brendan, last question of the round for you. Yep. The author of 1984, George Orwell. George Orwell is actually a pen name. So what was the real name of the author, George Orwell? Was it A, Eric Waldron, B, Eric Jones, or C, Eric Blair? I'm going to confer. Okay. Oh, it's the same. So as a... As a team, <laughs> as a team, Team Red. Options again, please. Is, was George Orwell's real name Eric Waldron, Eric Jones, or Eric Blair? Oh, it's just a complete guess. Okay. I'm going to have to ask for an answer now. Um, Waldron, Jones, or Blair? I'm going to go for. Yes? Waldron. Waldron. I'm afraid our new for this year wrong noise you just got the debut of it there so across the go potential one point bonus for you team blue two options left Eric Jones or Eric Blair Eric Blair Eric, Eric Blair. Blair is correct ah. very good very good so let's and check the scores right. at the end of round one back we go to Clancy blue two four points red two two points so it's right. four points to two lead for the blue team. Okay, moving it on to round two. Connections. In this round, I will give the teams two facts. If they can tell me there and then what the correct connection is, they get three points. If they need an extra fact, then they only can get two points. And finally, there's a fourth fact available, but this by this stage, you're only going to get one point for the correct connection. We start with the team that's trailing, which is the red team. So are you ready? Yep. yep. You are ready. Here we go. Your first two facts are... University College Galway and Ashford Castle. So, there are your first two pieces of information. University College Galway and Ashford Castle. What links them? And I suppose what links them with 1984? What happened in 1984 that links those two places? 
I didn't live in Ireland in 1984, so I haven't a clue. Mm-hmm. Brendy just about lived three. in Ireland in uh, <laughs> 1984. Uh, let me see. UCG. So, UCG, University College Galway and Ashford Castle. Anything common to brains at this point? Uh, Ashford Castle's in uh, Kong. That's true. Uh, I don't know. I, do, I doubt uh, 1984. The year... Uh, was it the quiet man? What was the quiet man was in Kong, wasn't it? That's true. Yes, but uh, I don't know any other link to. Uh, okay, well, I give you a third yeah, piece of me. Yes, please. All right. Yeah. Now we have University College Galway, Ashford Castle, and Leinster House. Oh. Doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Leinster House, UCG. There's there's been many. Uh, Former students, Ashford Castle. <laughs> okay, I think okay. we're going to be giving you the breaking yeah. out the fourth clue. Yeah, we definitely probably are. All right, for one point now, the four clues are: University College Galway, Ashford Castle, Leinster House, and Ballyporeen. Ah, oh. uh, Ronald Reagan visited Ireland in 1984. Yes, he did, and he visited his all those towns. Ballyporeen. That's correct. That's where his great great grandfather oh. had departed from. Should have started with that one. <laughs> that, that would be putting the easy fact up the front. <coughs> it's not how this round works, Brendan. Okay. Anyway, you got a point there, red team. Good going. Across we go to blue team. Mm-hmm. First two facts Johnny Weissmuller and Richard Burton. Ooh. Can we confer out loud? Yeah, because you're teammates. But you know, uh, but not in a way that's. <laughs> I know you can, of course. Like, does the does it cross? If you got a, if you gave me a wrong answer at some point, it, it would go across. I'm thinking Johnny Weissmuller and Richard Burton. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they won't come on. Joan. What's this? Richard Burton. Richard Burton and Johnny Weissmuller. Weissmuller, he didn't he play Tarzan? Did he? Yeah. So I was thinking um, they probably had a wife in common. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. At the same time. Not <laughs> time. <laughs> so Johnny Weissmuller and Richard Burton. Well, were they both Tarzan? Burton played Tarzan. Did he? <laughs> Richard Burton. I don't really know him, but. I don't know if he'd have the voice. Uh, his voice was too good for going to. All right, Johnny Weissmuller, Richard Burton, Luke Kelly. Last Luke Kelly. Who's he? A singer, a ballad singer. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Luke Kelly. That Luke Kelly. Okay. Well, a Luke Kelly. Is 1984 in the theme here, sir? Yeah, yeah. It surely is. He was probably only born that year. Look, Kelly. <laughs> is he old? Uh, I think it's around the year he died. I think we could chance that for, okay. for a couple of points. We'll go for that, sir. They, they all died in 84. Yeah. Correct, for two nice points. One. And I'll give yeah. credit to your opposition. Your opposition seems to know that about three years. Yeah, Marvin Gaye was next. Yeah. Was it? Uh, no, it was actually Tommy Cooper. Oh, Tommy Cooper. Oh, no, I've got right. that. Yeah. Okay. All right. This one. Back we go, across the table. Team... To the red team. Your first two facts again are 
Paul Young and Phil Collins. Paul Young and Phil Gerrard looks like he knows this one. Everyone's getting the rug, the, the, the ones thrown <laughs> the other side. So, Paul Young and Phil Collins. That's just like, that's just like, I don't know. Oh. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure. There's a lot of confident vibes coming from the other side. <laughs> Can you give yeah, me a hint? Absolutely. Yeah, what was the test thing? So, Paul Young. I can't remember what it is. Phil Collins. What was that what it was? It could be. It could I, be, couldn't it? Do we chance it, take the risk, or Take do the we, risk and get the thing. Do we get another piece of information? We, if we get a third, we, what is it, what, how many points do we get if we go for a two. third? It, it's three right now. Three, one more two, piece one. of information three, is two, two and then the final one will be one. And then two from the last one. Uh. <laughs> so, Paul Young and Phil Collins, are you going to risk it for a biscuit? What do you think? Will we be brave? I think so. Right, on you go then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bravely done. Actually, no. You know, right, okay, that, we'll that's go. a very it's a very broad one. I don't know what John really think. They both had number ones in 1984 ah. well that's not what I'm looking for so across we go oh, okay mm. you can get one point and I can give you the all four clues for one point it's only one point anyway so here come all four clues okay. Paul Young Phil Collins Midjour and Bob Geldof oh. Oh. Yeah. We, knew yeah. we, we had it with the first two we were going to chance uh, yeah go Lighted. on Lighted. yeah as in, live aid. Do you want to accept their answer? Live aid. You're saying live aid. Live aid is wrong. Yeah, band aid. Band aid was the answer I was looking for there. Uh, they were all part of band aid. Band aid, of course. Live aid wasn't until 1985. <laughs> it did yeah. get to number one, though. So we were quite. And you know what? That I wasn't what I was looking for, unluckily uh, for you. Right. Final question of the round. Blue team. Maria Lisa. Hamelainen. Just spell it any way you want. And Vuchko, the friendly wolf. Maria Lisa Hamelainen and Vuchko, the friendly wolf. V-U-C-K-O? Yes. Um, I think I'm going to chance it myself. Oh, I like oh, this, Jer. I like okay. this a lot. Vuchko, the friendly wolf. I think we're talking about that. 1984. Okay. If they make sense to you. Maria, Maria Lisa Hamelainen. Serbo, she's a Hamelainen. Yeah, Hamelainen probably finished, probably an athlete or whatever. But um, Vuchko has kind of prompted me to go for Sarajevo Winter Olympics 1984. Uh. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Very good. Nice one, Jer. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, and he Sorry. throws down the pen and triumphs. Yeah. I don't remember correct. watching the Who's Hamelainen, by the way? She was the lady, she's a Finnish cross country skier who. Won the most medals at the 1984 uh, Winter Olympics. Okay, remaining clues, which you did not need, were Sarajevo, <gasps> obviously. And what do you think the final one was? <laughs> oh, Torvalentine. Torvalentine, indeed, was the oh, final yes. clue. Right. So that brings us to the end of round two and it also to the end of the first part. We're going to take a quick ad break, but before that, let's go to Clancy and we hear the scores. Blue team nine points. Red team three points. Nine three. Yeah. So that's good. Back in a few minutes, folks. Please do not go away. Good for and you're welcome back to After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Clamaris Community Radio. Now, after the first two rounds, the blue team, which tonight is Marcella Connolly and Jerry Slattery, are on nine points. 
and they have a nice comfortable six point lead on the red team mm. Brandon Cox and Linda Conway so we move on to round three the audio round this week featuring four hits from 1984 Ooh. yes I can reveal no classical music or anything like Yay. that excellent now these are all such big hits that you're only going to get the intros to them so I'm giving you fair warning on so that children's songs is good <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for quest for the first point of the round you will need to identify both the artist and the song title that'll get you one point and then I will have two subsequent questions for extra points any wrong answers will end up with it being crossed over for a potential bonus so red team here comes the first piece of music are you ready here we go some smooth saxophone for you there so give me the uh, artist and the song title please artist is George Michael and the song Turnus Whisper yes that is correct for a point well done first question on that despite the song being released as a solo recording by George Michael it was actually co-written by his partner in the group Wham what is his name Andrew Ridgely correct and final question 1984 was a very successful year for the duo by the end of it they had scored three other number ones in the Irish charts in that year. For a point, name any two of those three number oh, ones two. in Ireland. Wake me up before you go, go. Is that one? I don't, I don't want to I'm say I'm not going to say yeah or nay in case it goes across. So I'll, when you give me your two answers, I will tell you if you're right. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> Might as well go for it. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Even. <laughs> <laughs> one, sing it first. <laughs> no, because no, then one, two, three, go. Uh, I'm your man. That's not, not the, the title of the song. Uh. So I'll give you another go, just for I'll give you a prompt. We call a prompt in the quiz world. If you're going to do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to have every leg? Yeah. <laughs> go start. Are we it? just missing a word? <laughs> Baby, I'm your man. No. <laughs> Right, across we go. Bonus point on the other side. You have to give me the name of two of the three uh, Wham number ones in Ireland in 1984. Well, wake me up before you go, go. We've had. I will, have, I will now uh, reveal that is correct. Um. If you could work out the song they were trying to sing, <laughs> you'd be in a good place. I don't know what it's called. But there's another one, there's a third. There is a third. There is a third, yes. That song now. Oh. Jitterbug? No. Is that... Oh. Okay, I can't give you too much longer to go through the Wham back catalogue. No, that is that one. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. It was right. Yeah. Do you want to use that as an answer? Okay, I need an answer. Shoot. Do it right. No, it's called Freedom. Ah, and it was indeed one of their other number ones and their other number one the most famous Wham song of all time I would dare say Last, Last Christmas, Christmas. Oh. Oh. Yeah. okay blue team blue team excuse me here comes your first piece of music again just an intro because it's super famous
Okay, so for a point, I need both the title of the song and the artist. Mm. Jesus, the artist. Yeah, the artist is giving <coughs> us trouble. Given. Who you call? We 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 know the movie. We know the song title, but um, I haven't a Barney and the artist. Right. Ger. Uh, I haven't a clue. We'll pass it over. Um, just a, a second, sir. Okay. Ghostbusters. Um, uh, I think you could safely say the title of the song. Yeah, That's not helping to decide it anyway. <laughs> they knew the title of the song. Yeah, no. <laughs> give up on that one, sir. Okay, we're yeah. going to pass that one over. I don't think it, I won't give you the wrong noise. He didn't. That's fine. <laughs> it's just a pass. I think. Uh, so, red team, actual red team. I know you're the red team. A similar, we have a similar predicament. Are you in a similar predicament? I think it's a. This tri- poor chap is. Triple barrel name. Okay. It's like, uh, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> well known. Um, I can picture him as well. He's okay. got, he, had the, he had the jerry curl in the hair, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, Anything coming to you, name wise? Lucas <sighs> or something, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think we'll call that one. Call it. Ghostbusters, yes, by Ray Parker Jr. I knew yeah. Okay. You had a clue. Now, two questions for the blue team. In the 1970s, Ray Parker was, for a time, a member of the Love Unlimited Orchestra, the backing group for which distinctive bass baritone? The Love Unlimited Orchestra, were the backing group of who? Um... And if you bass baritone is you know, deep very voice, deep. Bar, bar, uh, very very wide. Yeah, very wide. No, but could be. Kind of I mean, he's like. really. Who else would it be? Barry's the deep, the, as deep as he can get, really. Rory, Johnson. Go for it. <laughs> ah, sure, why not? No visual yeah. clues, John. Stop I didn't give them any visual clues. <laughs> Barry White. Barry White. Barry oh. White is correct. Yes. The love and lim- love, you can't say this love. Orchestra. And number three, upon the release of the song, Ray Parker was sued by which singer-songwriter who alleged that the song Ghostbusters was far too similar to his "I Want a New Drug." Mm. So who who had that hit? That was Ghostbusters. Not familiar with the song. So, upon the release of the song, Ray Parker was sued by which singer-songwriter who alleged that this song was far too similar to his I Want a New Drug? 84. It's four, not a good year for me, I have to admit. <laughs> I was only five or six. Yeah. <laughs> I was three um, going four. Oh, jeez. Wouldn't be Dylan or anything, would it? What did he have the thing to sue? Would he be like the type? Litigious. Would you be litigious? That's litigious. Could be. He wrote a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, any other ideas? Chris Christopherson wrote a lot as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people. Okay, I'm going to have to push you for an answer, please. Oh. <coughs> uh, who did you say that to? Just Dylan, because I... Uh, okay, we'll go with Dylan, so... Oh. I'm afraid... Oh. Afraid not. Across we go. Potential bonus for you. Who sued Ray Parker Jr.? Because they claimed that... Ghostbusters was very similar to their song I Want a New Drug. I have nothing. Were they well known? Yes. Huge in 1984? Yes. Actually, very. 
Enough now. Very cool. And it's, it's, there's <laughs> kind of an R and B, or you know, I know Run DMC were big in the in '84. Um, I'm trying to think of the song. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of It sounds a bit like Ghostbusters. That's the clue. I can Run DMC. No, that's not a singer songwriter. <laughs> uh, the answer there is Huey Lewis. Oh, oh. New... Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Your question coming up. Red team, here's the second piece of music for you. Okay, so I want uh, artist and full title of that song. Oh, no, he's there to go on full title. <laughs> you too. You too. Uh, brackets once more in the name of love. Oh, go on, give. Uh, you, don't, you know nothing starts with brackets. There has to be something outside the brackets. You know that that's the way songwriting works. Okay. Song names that include brackets would work like that, wouldn't they? Uh, are there brackets in the title? There are brackets in the title. And so you, you want me to... You're you close enough to, to what's in the brackets that I would say that that's fine. It's what's outside the brackets. <laughs> Is the key part of the answer okay. I'm looking for? In the name of love. <laughs> <laughs> Is in brackets. Oh. Is it something... Uh, no. Um. <laughs> Once more, no. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. It's like... Uh, there was a part about uh, <laughs> where are we going Martin Luther King so it's like hope or something like that oh totally unfair your honour <laughs> isn't it it's just it's the actual title of the song it's John <laughs> come on the last title, title of the song. song we had was baby I'm your man and we didn't get that right either because <laughs> well, no, that, that was nowhere near the title of the song <laughs> it's, the, remem- it's the memorable line <laughs> in the name of love brackets no, 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 no. It's something. Brackets. Brackets in the name, in the name of, love. of love, right? Okay. What's the something? Okay. I can't give you too much longer. Okay. Uh, it's not that, is it? No. I'm just making that up now. I like the way you write. It's not that. It's not that. It's not that. But you're right. Well, it's... It might be. It's not. It might well be. be. No, no better guess. With okay. No better guess. What's your guess? <laughs> you get to say it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what did she write down there, Brendan? One heart? Yes. I'm afraid not. Uh, Cross we go. Oh, I can't believe it. Uh, I don't know this. It's actually a good question, like. Yeah. <coughs> I'm thinking brave. I don't know why I'm writing brave. The word because it's a B or a D. <laughs> it's like, I think. Oh, pr- pride. 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 Is it pride? Pride. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm, when I meant yeah. B or D, I meant B, uh, P. B, P. 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 When you said B or D. I think pride. Yeah, I think, pride. Yeah, I'll go. They didn't say brackets. Nice. Yes, brackets. That makes sense. I think we're allowing the brackets was already established. I knew it was something like that. Yes, it is indeed pride in the name of love. Brave. Fair play, you got there though. Well done. Back we go though. It is your two bonus questions, Red Team over here. I think you're going to get this one right. 
The lyrics of the song deal with the death of which major figure of the 20th century? Martin Luther King. Drop that one into your yeah. deliberations. And second question. Credited as the backing singer of the record on the sleeve as Christine Kerr, this lady is much better known as the lead singer of which rock band? So the one of the backing singers on the record, credited on the sleeve as Christine Kerr, is much better known as the lead singer of which group? I thought that was... Um, Probably not then. No, it could be, but I thought that was but no, that's, uh, no, that's Chrissy Hind. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. Mm, no. Um, What's her name again? Sorry. Credited on the sleeve as Christine Kerr. The Kerrs. Oh, like Kerrs. Uh, yeah, I saw what you were trying there. <laughs> and failing to do. <laughs> so, Sounds the Kerr. Record Kerr. backing singer, Kerr. credited Christine on the sleeve Kerr. as Christine Kerr, is better known as the lead singer of which group? Credited on the sleeve as but Christine. Oh, you see that's how the, 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 the If I say the question at least four times, eventually. Christine. Is she that? No. No, it's not her. Chris, Chrissy Hind, actually. Yeah, yeah. Could be. So it could be. Yeah, it could be. Go for it. The Pretenders. Well done, yes. Well done, yes. Chrissy Hind, at the time married to Jim Kerr out of Simple Minds, yeah. was credited on the sleeve as Christine Kerr. I was All thinking right. simple ways, One piece of music left, and it's for Blue Team. Again, nice. here comes a famous intro from 1984. There we go. We're chair dancing here yeah well we were all <clears throat> in agreement about Footloose mm. but who sang Footloose <clears throat> excuse me I think the red, the other team are looking very quietly confident <laughs> a lot of knowing glances and nods going on here it's very nice I'm worried about it now <laughs> no you're not it's right is the voice ringing the bell yeah it's 100% right like we're all singing in our heads, but I Been just so bonus far. points if you sing American out loud. <laughs> American. Okay. So Jar has narrowed it down to American. Nineteen <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. America. Nineteen <laughs> four America. Rock and roll. Um, is that rock and roll? Isn't still it? a classic oh. when I was growing yeah. up in Ballyhonnis. I have to tell you in the nightclub scene. Oh gosh, I don't Right. Midas, is it? And indeed, mm. the Midas, indeed, yes. The Midas. Midas. Mm. That and uh, Simply the Best by Tina Turner, classics of the Midas. I got nothing. All right, have we an answer? Go, Hold on now. Are you uh, giving oh. us an answer? Like, I'm one of these Jerry Lee Lewis types. Oh, you go. Not Jerry Lee Lewis, he's an actor. <laughs> okay. I haven't got anything. Are you passing? Are you giving me a guess from uh, Jerry Lee Lewis? Guess. No. Right, over we go. On you go. I believe he sang many. Uh, oh, don't go any tracks. further in case of questions <laughs> that are following. Remember the Martin Luther King incident yes. for the last question, right? So, give me your answer. Uh, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, uh, yes. Okay. With Footloose, we already know it's Footloose. Right. Yes, Kenny Loggins was the answer there. Right, back we go to you. Two questions. <laughs> I regret what I just said. <laughs> 
During the 1980s, Kenny Loggins mm. became known for his work on film soundtracks, Brendan. Yes, <laughs> I wonder. Uh, Marcella and Jer, to which film did he contribute the songs Danger Zone and Playing with the Boys? Um, Danger Zone. Just the pilot one. Are these from 1984? Uh, just the 80s, I said. Yeah, the Tom, Tom Cruise pilot. Danger Zone. Oh, uh, no, not Danger Zone. I can't believe Tom Cruise as a pilot is <laughs> causing such delay. <laughs> yeah, um, Top Gun was one of them. Did, how many do we have to name? One. Top Gun? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They got there. Brendan had a real moment of optimism there for a second. He's like, Come on. Your final question, Marcel Enger. Mm. Kenny Loggins was the co-writer of the song What a Fool Believes. As performed by the Doobie Brothers, it won the Grammy Awards in 1980 for both Song of the Year and Record of the Year. Who was the other writer of the song? Also, the lead singer of the Doobie Brothers. Oh, no, you have me in that now. Oh, I can hear the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> You probably can hum what a fool believes. No. No? No. no. I, it, I, it's there somewhere, but it's a way, way It'll far. feature in the 1980 episode whenever we get to it. Mm. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm not working that day. Brothers. <laughs> what was the name of the song? What a Fool Believes. Award-winning song co-written by Kenny Loggins and whom? This person was the lead singer of the Doobie Brothers. John Doobie. Scooby Doobie. Scooby Doobie. Donald Doobie. All wrong, all wrong. We're going to cross. I can hear his voice. I can He's see got a his. great voice. He's got a fantastic, fantastic voice. voice. I can hear his voice and I can see him. Do I know his name? No. He's one of the Doobie Brothers. He was the lead singer of the Doobie Brothers. He was the lead singer of the Doobie Brothers. Was the Doobie Brothers actually made up of brothers? Unsurprisingly, no. <laughs> I'd be confused. Like the righteous brothers were either, that kind of thing. <laughs> Hang on, just for that joke. <laughs> Peter. That's my guess. I don't think anyone's getting this. No. Which is a shame for Mr. Michael McDonald, the lead singer of the Doobie Brothers. Oh, oh. class voice. He does. And he's, that's very Scottish. Oh, that God. brings us to the end of round three. Before we take our next ad break, let's pop back over to uh, Clancy All for right. the score check. Blue to 12 points. Red to 8 points. 12 points Ooh. to 8. So we're going to take a quick ad break and we'll be back for round four. You're welcome back. It's After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Clamaris Community Radio. I'm John Nolan, your host. And now, after three rounds, the blue team, which is Marcella Connolly and Ger Slattery, are on 12 points. And on the red team tonight, Brendan Cox and Linda Conway are on eight points, which means they will be in control as we start the fourth round. Slight change now from the old After the Facts. This used to be the wiki walk, which meant that every question kind of led into the next question. However, that would be hard to do and keep it on theme. So instead, it's just going to be 20 questions on 1984. Oh. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, I suppose. Oh, the, the rules, though, have stayed the same, which is that if you get a, give me a right answer, you get a point and you keep control of the game up until at most five in a row can be answered correctly, where you will have to give control over after that, but you will get a bonus sixth point if you have got five in a row. Any other time you get a wrong answer, it will go across. The other side will get control and the chance of a bonus on the one you missed. You have at most a minute per answer. So we're going to have a little 
sound effect in the background if we have to use it we'll see how we go so starting with uh, you Linda and Brendan are you ready mm-hmm. yeah a paper published in Science magazine in February under the title a new type D retrovirus isolated from macaques with an immunodeficiency syndrome defined which virus oh virus HIV Human immunodeficiency immuno virus. <laughs> that's the virus, and then, yeah, it, it comes with that. So I'm HIV virus is all I was looking for, so that's one right, yes. Oh, you didn't want the full thing? I didn't need it, no. So we gave you it anyway. Do you not get a bonus point I've, for that? Eh? No, HIV virus, I've as just, opposed to HIV virus. Yes, Just incorrect. <laughs> HIV is all I requested. Okay, well, we've given you well that. Well done. So Number one, done. Off we go. Number two. On April the 1st, which famous singer-songwriter was fatally shot at his house in the West Adams district of Los Angeles by his own father? Marvin Gaye. Oh, no hanging around, Linda. Number three. TED, the media organisation which posts its famous talks online for free under the slogan Ideas Worth Spreading was founded in February. What do the initials of the name stand for? Now, no dodging around like with the HIV question. Oh, for he is education. Horror movie, the background. <laughs> I was only looking at this recently. I suppose I, but did, did I look? Yeah, I think I do need a better backing track for the next Yes, episode. I think you do. That's just like a horror movie it in the 80s. It does get very good at the 1984. <laughs> if we get towards the last 10 seconds, it's very dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> That's education. Okay, yeah, so bad. what do the letters T-E-D stand for in the name Ted? <laughs> Talking, educating, delivering, delivering, talk, educate, educate, and deliver. There you go. To- totally educational. <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly, I have to tell you, you've got not one of them. <laughs> okay, across we go. So you're going to control Blue Team, but you do have a chance for bonus here. What do they stand for? Okay, technology. Entertainment. Design. Oh, lovely. Nicely uh, done. Nice delivery. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> okay, so you're off and running. That's a point for you. And next question. The 15th Prime Minister of Canada retired on June the 30th. He served in the role on two occasions, 1968 to 79, and again from 1980 to 84. What was his name? And I tell you, I need both parts. Nice um, one. Which is a clue, isn't it, Jar? So it's Trudeau. Is it Pierre? Who's the son, is it? He's the son. The 15th Prime Minister of Canada retired on June 30th. Pierre Trudeau. Pierre Trudeau is correct. Cool. They've got two in a row. Here come number three, perhaps. Yes, I, t- I dare say yes. Uh, Cork defeated Offaly by 316 to 112 in the All Ireland Senior Hurling Final. In which stadium did the game take place? Yeah, it wasn't in uh, Cork Park. They brought it down to Thurles, I'm pretty sure. Was it Thurles? Sample. Okay, it can, can only be Sample. Sample Stadium. Sample Stadium is right. Okay. Very good. Next question. In 1984, Russian programmer Alexei 
Tajitnov released the original, original version of which famous computer game oh. on the Russian Electronica 60 computer? Oh, um, they're getting all the easy ones. Hello. Great. Um, the name kind of suggested. Tetris. Tetris is correct. Oh. Uh, nice. Very good. Four in a row. So here comes a potential bonus now. Ooh. All right. Written by Scottish-born composer Peter Dodds McCormack, the song was first performed in 1878. Following a plebiscite in 1977, it was chosen as the new national anthem for Australia and officially replaced God Save the Queen in 1984. What is the song called? Oh, Australian so you're national the current anthem. Australian national anthem. national anthem. Certainly the current one in 1984. Um, oh. <laughs> well, that's, what did you just say? The current... <laughs> Australian national anthem. The Australian national anthem. From 1997... It changed in it, uh, there was a plebiscite. I'll read the question Sorry, again. Yeah. Written by Scottish-born composer Peter Dodds McCormack, the song was first performed in 1878. Following a plebiscite in 1977, it was chosen as the new national anthem for Australia and officially replaced God Save the Queen in 1984. What is it called? Men at Work. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not what's on the tinder. I don't think that's what they no. want it to be. So it's yeah. advanced Australia first. Okay. Vance, Vance Australia, Australia Fair. <laughs> I don't oh, know if you yeah, needed the, uh, the so accent well. to really change that. So now they have that. It's boring. Anthem. Very well, Sorry, Aussies, but it's <laughs> very boring. Anyway, that's don't five in a row and a bonus point. Ding, ding. Boom. So you got the two dings there. Well done. <laughs> Control goes across. Now I'll, t- I'll be honest with you, <laughs> Red Team. Like, the gap is currently eight Delighted. points. Yes, so I know. To, need to put some uh, serious points on the board here. And your first question is... Well, totally... By 2011, Forbes magazine ranked Brunei as the fifth richest nation on earth. Brunei became a sovereign country on the 1st of January 1984 when it gained independence from who? If you want to go back over the recording here, the last four questions they got. We're so easy. And we get this. I don't know them. So, again... Okay. By 2011, Forbes magazine ranked Brunei as the fifth richest nation on earth. But it's a young country. It only became sovereign on the 1st of January 1984 when it gained its independence from who? I don't know what language to speak. It's over there somewhere, isn't it? Mm. I don't think it is. Go for it. The only thing is that... It would be the language you'd be calling. Back. It didn't come across as the type that would just allow it. 20 seconds to go. That's what it that's why that? between two countries. Maybe that's not. Why not just go with that? <laughs> <laughs> go Blue team are already planning their bonus option. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so I need an answer from you, Red Team. Okay, get the wrong ready there, John. Uh, Iran. <laughs> Iran is very much yeah, <laughs> Right. Can you have you got a louder one? Do it louder. <laughs> bonus between time. Between two. Okay. But we were, it's, we were it's probably European. It's probably colonial power. I have a funny feeling it's UK, John. Is that what you're saying, Jar? Yeah. Correct. Back with you again, so blue team. Numbers make up the year 1984. UK. You really could get UK out of the colonial. On July the first, Liechtenstein became the last Europe country in Europe to allow women to do what? 
Ah, uh, uh, here. <laughs> See? I was going to say golf. Good luck. Golf. No, no. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, next is time. Oh, yeah, but really? With that behind? Yeah. Okay, so. Vote. Vote. Yeah. It's correct. Yeah, I knew that. I like drink beer. <laughs> I have a question except for the ones that we've had. Yeah. The ones I know. All right. Mm. Next question. American Carl Lewis won four gold medals at this year's Summer Olympics in Los Angeles. However, that was only good enough for fifth on the overall medals table. All four athletes who finished above Carl Lewis were in the same sport. Which sport was that? That's a tough question. It was running with like a certain amount of metres. Sport. Athletics is a sport. So, Carl Lewis won four gold medals at the Summer Olympics in this year. However, that was only good enough for fifth on the individual medals table. The four athletes who finished above him all competed in the same sport. What sport was that? Athletics, swimming. Can I, can I say athletics? Okay. That's the kind of ball park uh, okay. we're okay. Um, It's like a hundred metre hurl or something. So, East like Germans, that. it could be swimming. Somebody could have cleaned up and swimming was on. East, it was, four, the, it was the era of the East Germans, like. Yeah. And they cleaned up a lot of swimming stuff. So I, can't, I can't think of anybody who's cleaning up in athletics. But, but, uh, somebody who's above him. Somebody four people above him. You need four people to be above him. Four of them, like, yeah. 15 seconds to go. Go on, so. Say swimming. I would have said, like, 100 metres or something. But anyway, go on, swimming. Sure. I know no more than you do. There's the buzzer. Swimming. 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 Correct. Mm. Your time for a bonus, and then you get the next few questions. Anything? Good question. You've had a minute to be thinking about this you while they were clearly struggling. <laughs> I thought it was swimming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What the hell could it be? Uh, the thing is, um, you've got gymnastics as well. Mm. Will you give me an answer, Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, gymnastics. It's correct. Yes. Gymnastics, oh. yes. They were leaning at Katarina Jabo, Coley Gushikin, and Mary Lou Retton. All got China China more than four. They got five medals or more. Jabo was still running when Different Jabo, not oh, a, a, the uh, gymnastics uh, Jabo. <laughs> you think she was that good, Gabriella Jabo? <laughs> <laughs> Transferred sport. <laughs> <laughs> that was Gabriella Jabo. Katarina Jabo was her name. Oh, here. Yes. Okay. Your question so, the lady who would go on to become the only Irish person so far to win with Miss World was born in 1984. What is her name? Rosanna Davison. Yeah. Oh, Brendy knows he's Miss World. Uh, That's very good. Oh, <laughs> the question. <laughs> On the 4th of June, 1984, Bruce Springsteen released his seventh studio album, featuring seven top ten singles, including Dancing in the Dark, I'm on Fire, and the title track. It would go on to become his most successful album. What was it called? Yeah. Born in the USA. Correct. Three in a row on the move. Number four. Which entertainment company, billing itself the largest theatrical producer in the world, was founded by Guy La Liberté and Gilles Saint Croix in oh, Quebec oh, on oh, July seventh oh, oh, of nineteen eighty four? Yes, Cirque du Soleil. Mm. Cirque du Soleil is correct, and that's yeah. four in a row. So one more, and you get the bonus. Oh, on August the fourth, the country then called the Republic of Upper Volta. Well, it's President Thomas Sankara <laughs> officially changed its name to what? <laughs> Repeat, sorry. 
On August the 4th, the President of the Republic of Upper Volta, Thomas Sankara, officially changed the name of the country to what? Upper Volta. Upper Volta. Is that V-O-L-T-E? V-O-L-T-A. T-A. Volta. Upper Volta. Upper Volta. Is now known as what? And it changed its name in 1984. Upper Volta, I think, is... uh, I think it's in Western Africa, and I think Volta is... No, no, no. I'm just saying stuff Totally right. <laughs> uh, Volta. The minute's nearly up, so see what it is. <laughs> Can you hear the dramatic effects? There's uh, 20 seconds left. 20 seconds left. It's pretty dramatic, all right. Oh, Upper Volta, 1994. It was renamed uh, by its president, Thomas Sankara. Sankara. To what name? Sankara. 10 seconds left. Okay, I need an answer. Oh. Ghana. I'm afraid not. Across we go. Potential bonus. Volta. Right, <clears throat> sorry for stealing the, or denying the bonus. I think in Western Africa too. You were right with the Western Africa. It's Burkina Faso. It's Poseidon. Yeah. Burkina oh. Faso is correct, Jar. Well done. We've got three questions left. On January the 9th, Fianna Fáil politician and former Thonister Sean McEntee passed away. At the time of his death, he was the last surviving member of which significant group? The Mac and Tees. <laughs> I thought you were giving that answer. <laughs> Could be. Group, as in political party. Uh, I've said group. Group. So is he. Wham. On January the 9th, Fianna Fáil politician and former Thonish to Sean McEntee passed away. At the time of his death, he was the last surviving member of which significant group? Yeah, was he? Sorry, vague. Was he in like? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to be vague. <laughs> <laughs> like the actual group, you know, the Guinness group. Did you mention po- politician, Sean? Yeah, and Farmer Thornish, I said. Farmer Thornish. Be like one of these, yeah. like Sean McEntee. This might come to us. So. Twenty know, seconds to go. This time. Yeah. Would he be the last surviving <clears throat> member of what? Uh, last surviving member. He died in 1984. You were in Oh, I died in 1984. I thought it was this. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna let go for an answer. I think it's probably going back to Clonmacnoise or one of those, one of those old okay. pub parties. Or Clonmacnoise. I, 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 I need an answer. Clonmacnoise. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Sorry. We go. Sorry. I didn't hear the 84. What was that other one you said? No, Brendan. Come on. You get the next question anyway. 84. Last surviving member of what? Obviously something that doesn't exist now. There was some, uh, there was a group of lads who were all together and one. I'm going to presume you don't know this, given the way you're faffing around there. Uh, when was the, when was the old Arms boat that time and all that? <coughs> I didn't do that. Should I was in Scotland? Yeah, no, I don't. don't know. Okay, he was the last surviving member of the first doll. Was he? Oh, okay. Some good, good question. Knowledge. Okay, okay. That's yeah, a very yeah. good question. Your question, Red Team. Okay. The winning song in this year's Eurovision Song Contest was Diggy Lou Diggy Lay by a group of brothers <laughs> called the Harrys. They represented which country? Oh, I look forward to listening back over this. It <laughs> <laughs> has to be a Eurovision did question I in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I should have. Uh, did I read this? It was an H4. Everything in this round is an H4. That was the mistake Jar made in the last question. Around that area. Just repeat the question again. The winning song in this year's Eurovision Song Contest was Diggy Lou Diggy Lay. 
by a group called the Harrys, made up of a trio of brothers. They represented which country? Can you spell the Harrys? H-E-R-R-E-Y-S. Yeah, I think you're in the right... Um, Ooh. I think it's actually... They sound good over here. Mm. What's that? Yeah, w- definitely. Uh, I'm spell it. This. Or this one. Oh, well, then, yeah, okay. I have a buddy from... So yeah. pick, pick one of them. Let's see the one of them, and I'm... H-E-R-R-E-Y-S Yes, and you've got 10 seconds left E-Y-S Okay Quest, answer please I'm going to go Norway Norway is No Correct Okay Sweden Sweden, yeah Sorry We actually were both writing down Scandinavian countries Yeah Two questions left. Two <laughs> oh, questions left. Here we go. <laughs> Please forgive. Which militant group based in Lebanon was this year responsible for two major events, the September bombing of the US Embassy in Beirut and the hijacking of a Kuwait Airlines plane in December? Wham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lebanon. Hezbollah, probably. It would be, which militant group based in Lebanon was this year responsible for the September bombing of the US Embassy in Beirut and the hijacking of a Kuwait Airlines plane in December? Oh, yeah. They're not based in Lebanon. Hezbollah. I think it's Hezbollah, John. Hezbollah, he says. And he's right. And the final question of the show tonight. Following the death of Yuri Andropov on February the 9th, who succeeded him as General Secretary of the Central Committee of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union? I love the way there's Avda in that title about four times. <laughs> he became the, like, obviously the joint top most powerful person in the world at the time. Who was that? Following the death of Yuri Andropov on February the 9th, who succeeded him as General Secretary of the Central Committee of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union? That, that is good use oh, of the is your question. Uh, I will accept a surname. I'll be very generous. Oh. <laughs> is it Chernenko? Is it Chernenko? Yes, it oh, is. Nice Do you know his first name just just to show off? Mr. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> Constantine Chernenko. Oh, right. Constantine. Just as well, I didn't need it. Right. And so thus brings oh. the first episode. I of wonder who won after the fact. Series four so. to an end. Let us check, Brendan, who did win. <laughs> yes, let us check. Blue team 24 points. Red team 15 points. Oh, oh it's a close 24-15 win. <laughs> Too bad. So hard luck to Brendan and Linda. Game, but Team Red will be back with a vengeance next week. I don't, oh. deny, I don't doubt that. And well done to yourselves, Marcella and Jerry, getting the blue team off to a winning start. All right. Oh, that's very sporting. Thank you very much. That was piped in sound. We didn't clap. <laughs> <laughs> now, and one final thing. Welcome back, all our listeners, especially those uh, on podcast. And this year, we will have an added podcast bonus for you at the end of the episode. Ooh, so tune in for that. that? Until then, though, next, till next week, we'll be back with another year and another after fact. Goodbye to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Podcast Extra. Hey there. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. For this series, I thought it'd be a nice idea to include some of the extra stuff we record that doesn't make the main show. Also, I will be previewing next week's show. Next week on After the Fact. Mr. Michael Jackson. 
has had nine number one hit singles in Ireland, mm-hmm. in the Irish charts now specifically. So we're going to go around, starting with Andrew. You just have to give me a song you think has been a number one hit record for Michael Jackson in Ireland. If correct, you don't lose a life. If you do, get me a wrong one. Beat it. Beat it is wrong. Oh, oh, that was great. That's the gone. I'm going to say f- <laughs> okay, before we do the real thing. Great, I'm going to have to put the explicit yeah. tag on the podcast. Get them out of your system. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Dan, you're next. Um, Billy Jean. Billy Jean is correct. Okay, oh, Mike and Michelle, that. which one are you using C3 for tonight? C3, like left or right? Uh, yeah, we'll say who's left on this. Who's left? I'm, I'm left. Right. It's a left check. Mikey. Uh, okay, uh, black or white? Black or white is correct. By the way, define a hit. Top 10? No, I said number one. Number one. Oh, number one. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with Smooth Criminal. I'm afraid not, Michelle. I even knew that. My crap song was better than yours. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're back to you, Andrew, so you can take that laugh off your face. You're up. (laughs) With one life left. Who who is it? Give us a song. Um, uh, uh, Thriller? Thriller is wrong. You're out. Oh, Man, this I got for that. I was, I was about to say Thriller. Right. Cheers, Andrew. Okay, Dan. Token for the team. You're up, Dan. Uh, Earth Song. <laughs> Thankfully not, Dan. No. So that's a life <laughs> god. Irish, uh, Irish record by an audience of better taste than the UK. I know it was number one in the UK, but I'm relieved it wasn't number one here. <laughs> You're down to one life. Uh, Mikey. What about Ben? Ben. <laughs> Ben, also, yeah, thankfully not. Five, I thought that was a Michael Jackson solo one. I thought that was a number one. I'm afraid, I I'm afraid not on my list. My list is Michael right, Jackson okay. solo hits. Most depressing song ever. Oh. Um, Michelle, one life left. Um, <laughs> struggling. Uh, We've had two of the nine. That one? Oh. <laughs> this goes well. Um, I'll just say Dirty Diana. Oh, I'm I don't afraid, think it was even a single. I'm afraid not. I, was, I don't think it was even a single. Actually, do you know, I must break out the wrong noise. Mm. Oh, that's a new wrong noise. There's a new wrong noise this year, yeah. Okay. Okay, Michelle's out. Uh, hopefully you won't hear it too often, Mike. Uh, you do it. Oh, you do it, okay. Dan. Uh, uh, bad. Bad is correct. 1987, number one. Well done. Mikey. Got nothing. Uh, man in the middle. Man in the mirror, sorry. Man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid not, Mike. So you no. are. Hang on. You wanted the noise. Mm. I want the noise. Right. Uh, Dan, you're the last we person didn't hear, standing. We so can't hear the noise. Shall, no. shall I give you the, our, the songs? Speaker, can I just get back on the point? Okay, for sorry. Uh, right. I'll give you the songs that nobody mentioned. Okay. Alright So uh, well done group You got three of the nine Number one hit records Of Michael Jackson and Ireland That's chronic uh, Ones that were missed were One Day in Your Life 1981 What the hell is that? One Day in Your Life Don't know no, I won't sing them all <laughs> Oh really? Okay let's see how You go with keeping that promise uh, I said I won't <laughs> I know I'm still the dubious uh, You Are Not Alone 1985 Oh yeah Oh yeah okay. The Way You Make Me Feel 1987 Oh great I just can't stop loving you. Oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> Liberian Girl. What the fuck's that? Uh, Seriously? Well, yeah. Not that's, one of my, not one of my favorite ones. That's a bit... And finally... Free Ebola. <laughs> well done, Michelle. If your tactic is to distract Andrew and have him laugh for the night, you've made a good start. Free Ebola broke out. Oh, okay. And finally, the other, the last song, 1989's Leave Me Alone. <laughs> 